Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Nostalgia In Now. It's been a very long time. I'm pretty sure I haven't put out an episode since like November. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to (laughs) talk. This episode is going to be very different because it is just a life update episode. It is um, an Ask Me Anything. A lot of you sent in questions. Thank you guys for doing that. I really, really appreciate it. But let's start with what happened. Now, obviously, I started Beyond the Blinds with Troy. I hope you guys are enjoying it. We're having a lot of fun with it. And we just finished a four-city run of live shows, which were all incredible. And of course, I'll talk about that later. But basically, I was starting to get a lot of negative comments, and that's not something I'm super used to. And I understand saying that like out loud is pretty hypocritical considering the content that we talk about on Beyond the Blinds. Like I am aware that me being like, you hurt my feelings, is not fair to say because of the things we talk about on Beyond the Blinds. But working full time, having two podcasts, it just started to become a lot. And I feel like people could tell I was over the hills. I did not want to talk about the hills anymore. I didn't want to keep recapping. I wasn't enjoying the hills any longer. And again, I felt like you guys could hear that in my voice. You could see it or whatever. So then obviously Whitney started her hills reactions. And in a way, I felt like I was competing with her a little bit at least. She was on YouTube, of course, rather than her podcast. But people would be like, oh, did you watch Whitney's recap? Did you do this? And I was like, no, I've been, I've been doing my own recaps. And um, so, yeah, so that kind of like got under my skin. And I guess there were like just little things happening with the Hills cast or whatever that I just didn't want to talk about the Hills anymore. I was starting to feel really, really burnt out just talking about the same thing all the fucking time. So that's kind of what happened. And again, starting to get more negative comments, just, you know, the reviews can be brutal. Um, I don't read them anymore. So when I started reading like really negative reviews about myself and all this stuff, I just wanted to pull back. I wanted to pull back from talking about my life. And that's not something anyone has ever asked for, right? When I started this podcast, it was about recaps. It was about pop culture and it was about recapping the hills and Laguna Beach. And nobody ever asked to know about my mom. Nobody ever asked to know about, you know, the other people who've been addicts in my life or, you know, work drama or anything. I gave all that to you guys. And I realized I maybe was giving too much. I don't really know. So I wanted to just pull back. And um, somebody did ask how my mom is doing. Unfortunately, she is an active. She relapsed and she's back in her active addiction Um, I am not talking to her at the moment. It's been really hard, but that started back in, I want to say September or October. So that started weighing on me heavy. And again, working full time, I'm still working full time. Even with traveling, I'm working at my hotel and my company has been great. My company has been incredible. They've been so supportive, but it's just been a lot. And I needed something to kind of go away. (laughs) I hate to put it like that, but I needed to focus on other things. And unfortunately, Nostalgia In Now was put on the back burner. Now, with that being said, I do want to bring Nostalgia And Now back. I really do. I really miss doing these episodes. And it's more fun than just talking about you know, the bad people of Hollywood. I like to talk about happy things sometimes. (laughs) But my idea for kind of this rebrand, there are a lot of movies I haven't seen. 
there are a lot of movies that everybody loves and I just have not seen due to whatever reason. I mean, the first one that pops into my head is the Lizzie McGuire movie. Then there's Freaky Friday. Then there's Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Like, there are so many movies that I just have not seen or maybe haven't seen in 15 years that I'd love to revisit. So that is my plan. I'm going to recap these movies that I have never seen. And that also goes with like Harry Potter movies. I've only seen the first Harry Potter movie in once in fifth grade. Um, so I don't really remember it at all. And yeah, I just, I miss talking about pop culture. I miss interviewing people. So hopefully we can get some people on. I'm sure we'll have some fun guests. But that's kind of where I'm thinking. And I know a lot of people want me to do season three of Laguna. I definitely know that. And I'm not saying that's completely off the table, but I am going to say I'm not going to continue to recap The Hills. Um, if you want, you can watch Whitney's recaps, or I know Spencer was doing some recaps over on TikTok. So I just, I can't do that anymore, I guess. That's kind of where I'm coming from with that. And I hope, it, I know I'm rambling. This is going to be a very, very rambling episode. It's been a long time since I have done a podcast by myself. <laughs> so let's get into the live shows. Now, we, um, we were in Boston, Chicago, New York, and LA. And each city had their own vibes, and I loved it. Like, the experience in each city was so different. And we are going to talk about all the crazy fucking things that I did. Because sometimes, sometimes I go off the rails just, like, a little bit, especially if I'm traveling. And there is nowhere hornier than a hotel bar. I'm just going to say, I don't know what they put in the air in hotel bars, but it is 100% an aphrodisiac. <laughs> so in Boston, I was so excited. Obviously, my family was going to be there. My friends were going to be there. Um, about 20 people I know came. But it was really cool because a lot of you guys were there. And these are like OG Biatch, Laguna Biatch followers. I was so excited to meet you guys. But let's talk about the night before the show, because Kelly did some stuff. So Kelly got really, really drunk at the hotel bar, as one does. And there's nothing wrong with that, because you just go up to your hotel room, go to sleep, wake up the next morning, and be like, wow, that was crazy, huh, at the bartender the next morning when you're getting a mimosa. So I did not go back to my hotel room. I ended up meeting a man, and he was a very nice Australian man, um, older, I don't remember his name, don't remember a ton about it. But I do remember going back up to his room and, you know, one thing led to another. And what really happened was that I realized I don't like men at all. <laughs> For so long, I've been trying to, I guess, convince myself that there is still a chance with a man, you know? If, if I'm to run into, like, the super hot guy and we fall in love and all of this stuff. And I'm not saying that's completely never going to happen. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not into men at all. And after that experience, it just kind of cemented it. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you know about this. You've known about this for about three months now. But yeah, so that happened. And then the next day was the show. And the Boston crowd was so incredible. Like, they were so respectful of, that it was Troy and I's first show. And you guys gave us so much grace. Um, but yeah, we were at City Winery of Boston. And it was just great. We had a great time. And I will say one thing that I need to kind of work on is we get pushed kind of quick to go from um, the show to VIP. And in Boston, we had to walk through the crowd. And obviously, not everyone can afford VIP. Like, I'm aware of that. And we try and make it as interactive, try and make the show as interactive as possible so you don't feel like you got ripped off or something like that. But 
walking through the crowd, a few people were like, oh, can we take a picture? I was like, I can't, I can't, I have to go. And I need to work on that and just be like, yes, I can stop and take a fucking picture. These people need to understand that these people who came to my show came, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's something I'm trying, somebody actually asked, they were like, what have you learned about yourself during touring? And it's that I can disengage with people really quickly and I don't want to come off as rude when I do it. So that's something I need to work on because I never want to come off as rude. It's just like we have people in our ears kind of being like, walk through, walk through, we keep going. We need these people out. We need blah, 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 blah. So I need to learn how to disengage without seeming rude or, or whatever. And that could be in my head. Like one thing Troy always tells me, he goes, you always think you're being a bitch and you're not. And I'm like, well, well sometimes I am. But anyway, um, and then – Two weeks later, we were in Chicago, and I'd never been to Chicago. I really want to go back when it's warm because I didn't really do much in Chicago. I did go see The Bean, which was huge. Um, I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect a literal giant, like how big it was. It was way bigger than I thought. And then if you go under it, you can like <laughs> look inside The Bean, and it made me dizzy, and I hated every second of that. But it was cool being able to see that. Let me talk about the Chicago show. If you were at the Chicago show, y'all were drunk. <laughs> you guys were wasted and rowdy, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. We did have a technical difficulty at the very beginning. We play this game called Who's Rotted, and we had the wrong slideshow up. So it was about like 10 minutes of me just doing a question and answer while Troy troubleshot. But it was great, and the, the people at Sleeping Village were super kind. They were really, really nice, and then after... We got to hang out at the bar and meet a lot of you guys. So yeah, Chicago was so much fun. I didn't do anything too crazy in Chicago. I did get drunk at the bar as I do. I, I don't know what it is, guys. It's that song Closer by Halsey and Chainsmokers. Really romanticized it, a hotel bar for me. But I don't really know many people in Chicago either, so I didn't really have people to go out with. I did get lunch with my friend Courtney, and then I got to hang out with my friend Jason after the show, which was incredible. Jason, if you're listening, Thank you for being so kind, always. So Chicago happened, and then we were back for, I want to say, two weeks. I think it was two weeks we were back off the road. And then New York happened. In New York City, we will talk about my move to New York City, and it's kind of going to be wrapped into this, I guess. But New York has always been a place that I've wanted to live. Ever since I was little, ever since TRL, I was like, I want to live in New York City. And of course, that's happening now. And again, I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that after the tour, I guess, or after I talk about the tour. But I got there a day early and spent the first night at my friend's house. And we had so much fun. She curled my hair, did my eyebrows, very kind. Her name's Christina. You'll see her on my Instagram story a lot once I moved to New York. So the following day, you guys are going to remember this name. If you've been a part of the Friday Night Lives and all this stuff, I got to hang out with the one and only M. Potty. Now she's been around the Laguna Biatch universe for many years now, and we actually met through Laguna Biatch, which is really cool. But she lives in Brooklyn, and she came to my hotel, and we hung out, had some drinks, just kind of just chatted. You know, she had some family stuff she had to do, so she couldn't come to the show. But being able to see her, it was amazing. So that was Friday night, and Friday night took a turn. I took Adderall. <laughs> One thing about me is I do love a recreational Adderall every now and then, especially when I know I'm going to be drinking, just because it's easier for everybody if I'm not hungover the next day. 
So Friday night, I ended up hanging out with Shannon from Fluently Forward. If you don't follow her, definitely give her a follow on TikTok, Instagram. She also does blind items. Um, we love her to death. So her and I got dinner. Troy had a terrible travel day, so he could not make it to dinner. So it's just Shannon and I. And she looks at me and she's like, we got invited to Caroline Calloway's apartment. I'm like, I don't know who Caroline Calloway is. So I guess she told me that like before we met up for dinner and I was like, oh, she seems shady. Like maybe we shouldn't go. One of my friends was sending me a bunch of articles about her that I didn't read, but thankfully Christina did highlight the words for me. So I didn't have to read that much. <laughs> but at dinner, you know, I got some stuff in my system and I'm like, we should go. We should 100% go to this girl's apartment. It's a story. It'll be a story. Now, I have read a lot about Caroline since this happened, and I'm going to talk about my experience with her. She was nothing but nice, um, very sweet, very personable, could definitely be a cult leader. I have never met someone who's that genuinely charismatic ever. Like, the, I can't even explain it. She took my hand. I'll, I'll never forget this for the rest of my life. She took my hand, and she looked at me. She looked me up and down. She goes, you remind me of Angelina Jolie. And I said, yes, I do. That is exactly who I look like. I look like Angelina fucking Jolie, and nobody can tell me any differently. Um, but I met a few other people who were there. I guess it was like a themed night. It was a TikTok themed night, and she invited a bunch of TikTokers, and that's why Shannon got invited. Um, and I was just Shannon's plus one. But it was it was definitely interesting. Um, her cat was there. He was very nice. He was very loving. He loved being held, which was exciting for me to hold a cat. You know how much... <laughs> You know how much I love cats. Um, I walked into her apartment and her bathroom had, it was, uh, the tub was filled with water and lily pads or lily flowers, I guess. And then a couple like Diet Cokes scattered about. So that was the first thing I saw. And then I walked out, talked to Shannon and we were like, what is happening? But Caroline was very nice. Caroline was very nice. And that's all I got for her. I do think they should probably, you know, scammers are really hot right now. Everybody is talking about scammers, and I don't know if she is in, you know, like a um, Elizabeth Holmes-level scammer, but she is definitely someone who needs to have their own Hulu show, and I'm going to write it. <laughs> so then the New York show happened, and it was so much fun. Um, there were some issues with the venue. I'm not going to bash them because that is not professional, but there were some but there were definitely some issues with the venue. Um, but the crowd came out. The crowd was incredible. My dad and stepmom came for their second show. Um, they surprised me two days before my dad texted me. And he was like, we didn't want to throw you off, but we're coming to your New York show. And it was so exciting. I was really, really excited to have them there. My dad and my stepmom have really, really stepped up. Um, they've always been, like, great to me. But ever since everything with my mom happened, they've definitely – I've seen, like, an extra effort – for them to really be here for me. So yeah, New York was incredible. I stayed, oh, I guess I should say, in Boston, I stayed at the Hyatt-centric in Faneuil Hall. Great hotel, I just wish the bar stayed open later. In Chicago, we stayed at the, the Midtown Athletic Club, I wanna say, and it's really interesting because it was a hotel attached to an athletic club. So you'd see people walking around after like finishing up a round of tennis, and you're just like, what is happening? Great hotel, though. And then in New York, we I stayed at the Roxy. And a great hotel, definitely haunted. Definitely a weird place, but a lot of fun. And then in L.A., Troy and I both stayed at Lowe's Hollywood. And let's talk about L.A. really quick, too. 
So I landed there on Thursday morning because I was meeting up with coworkers for the first time. Very exciting. I got to meet my managers. We went to um, Italy in Beverly Hills and had a great lunch. And then, of course, the hotel bar hit me. And I'm walking down Hollywood Boulevard. And someone's like, do you want to take a picture with – or they didn't even ask. They, I just saw someone with a star that they could make custom – And I was like, I am paying $8 to do this because this is hysterical. And the woman taking my picture was such an incredible hype woman. I ended up like giving her more money because she was the shit. And I was like, I don't have anyone to take my picture. Will you take it? She was like, yes, of course I'll take it. And she takes my phone and she's like, lay on the ground, jump up in the air, pick up the award, do everything. And I was just like, holy shit, you're giving me a workout and taking my picture? Thank you. And then of course I tipped her again. Um, I walked down to the Backstreet Boys star, which was, inc- I got really emotional. And one thing that's interesting is it's like NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, and New Kids on the Block are all in the same area. And I was like, oh, this must be like the boy band section. So that was fun. I got to hang out with Miss Hannah Brown. If you don't follow her, definitely do it. Um, she's on my story here and there, but she also hosts a Gossip Girl podcast and she's just funny overall. So I went to her house Thursday night. On Friday, Troy came in and no, on Friday I actually hung out with Miss Lex Nico. If you're not following Lex Nico, again on TikTok or Instagram, definitely do that. She's been on the podcast a couple times. She's a great friend. And we went to Tom Tom. Um I got recognized there, which was really cool. Someone was like, "Are you looking to be And I was like, "Yes, I am." We started taking shots, and if you followed my Instagram or Twitter that night, you know what happened. I blacked out. I do not drink hard alcohol anymore because it makes me black out 95% of the time. I will just have a White Claw or sip on, or maybe I'll like sip on a vodka Red Bull, but if I'm just drinking alcohol, I am donezo. And that's exactly what happened. Um, Lex and I then walked over to Sir. I think we went to a bar called The Abbey. And then, like, we left immediately because it was a lot. There were a lot of people there, a lot of flashing lights, and we were just like, oh, no, 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 no. I walk out, see someone with a guitar. I tell him I can play. He gives me his guitar. I cannot play the guitar, but I'm pretending I can play the guitar. And then we go to Sir, and Lex had to go. (laughs) Lex ended up leaving, which is totally fine. And I saw Peter. I took a picture with Peter. I took two pictures with Peter. And I was the drunkest girl at Sir. And it was not the best look for me. But I don't think I'll ever go back. So it's totally fine. Um, So pictures with Peter. And then I was like, how do I get to the Sir Alley? He's like, just walk out the door and and go to your right. Or go to your left, whatever he said. I was like, okay. I don't remember. This is when things get hazy. Because apparently I went on Instagram Live. Apparently, you know, I didn't even know that I took a picture of Sir Alley. But I did. I left my phone in my Uber. I was tweeting, I need my phone. I was calling my phone from the hotel room. The very, very kind Uber driver brought it back to me, which I appreciated so much. Um, And then the next day, I hung out with Mr. Pop Goggles himself, Jeff Epstein. That is his name. That is his name. But we went to Laguna and just got brunch, uh, had a few drinks, and then went back to L.A., where Troy was. Troy has had some really, really terrible travel days, but he came and we all got drinks at the bar, had dinner there. Hannah was there for that. And then the live show was Sunday and it was really cool. We were on like a bigger stage and had a bigger projector and all this stuff. And I know a lot of you joined the live stream. So thank you guys for doing that. I wish we could have done live streams for every single show 
but unfortunately we just that wasn't an option at most of the venues or at any of the venues other than the LA show. We talked about Scientology. We laughed. We had a great time. <laughs> my stepbrother was there, which was really, really important to me. Um, I'm super close with my stepbrother, Nick. He's five or six years younger than me. I think almost six. But my parents, or our parents, have been together for 21 years at this point. And him and I have grown up together. And him and I have fought. Him and I have, you know, I've been the mean big sister. I've been the bitch. He's been the annoying little brother. But now we're obviously older. And just being able to see him there was so, so important to me. And that was probably, I don't know, I, a few people did ask what my favorite show was, and they were all incredible. Like, they were all great in their own way. Boston, my family was there. Chicago, you guys were rowdy as fuck. New York, you guys were so much fun. LA was just such a cool experience. So I think they all had their own energy, which I really loved. And again, I'm going to work on, like, how I disengage, I guess. Because I don't want people to be like, oh, you know, she thinks she's above it or whatever. It's just like there are people in our ears being like, you got to go. We got five minutes. You got to switch, blah, 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 blah. And I don't do well with that. So that is the touring experience. Four cities down. We are working on getting six more cities added to the list. Eventually, I'm sure we will go back to Boston. We will go back to New York um, in Chicago and all those cities. But these will be six new cities. I can't tell you where yet. But I want to know that I really want to tell you guys where. I'm just I'm not allowed to, and it really sucks. And I'm like, who would tell? Like, you guys will listen and maybe keep it to yourselves, but then I'll get in trouble. <laughs> okay, so now let's talk about the move. The move is happening. I am moving to Brooklyn. I'm very, very excited about it. Um, it's kind of crazy to think that I only have two weekends left in Nashville. It's out of fucking control. It, it, this happened really fast, but I do think sometimes things need to happen fast for them to happen at all. Basically, when I was in New York, Troy and I were sitting there and we were like, we want to live here, right? Like, we want to move to New York City. And he agreed. And then I was at my friend Christina's house and I was standing on her roof. And it was just one of those moments where I was just like, I need to be here. I'm not happy in Nashville anymore. I haven't been happy in Nashville for a while now, and I need to figure out how to move here. I'm sure my words were a little bit different, but that's basically my thought process. So I asked my landlord if I could do month to month, and he said no because I live in a condo and the HOA doesn't allow that or, or whatever the case may be. So basically, 48 hours later, I signed a lease in New York City. I found an online apartment, or <laughs> I, found, <laughs> I found an apartment online, and we did a video tour of it. It's a one-bedroom in Williamsburg. It's close to a few friends. And yeah, so I signed that lease, and I am officially moving April 15th. My dad is flying down to Nashville. We're driving my car up. And we're doing that just because I still have stuff I need to like bring, even though I'm going to be using roadway movers and I will have a code for you, but I'm going to be using roadway and I'm still going to need things, right? Like I still need plates. I still need cups. I still need some utensils. So we're going to drive my car up there. And then my dad is going to take my car to Massachusetts. The cats, of course, are coming with me. Somebody asked for travel tips for a cat. I don't know. I'm going to call their vet and see what they can suggest for me. We're going to drug them. We're going to have to drug these little bad boys. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited. I'm really nervous. I'm sad to leave Nashville. I feel like everybody thinks I hate Nashville now, and that's 
not the case at all. You know, Nashville saved my life. And I mean that with my whole heart. If I did not move to Nashville, I don't know what where I would be today. I don't know what my career would look like. I don't know anything about, you know, there was so much uncertainty. And I was so unhappy in Massachusetts too, because I had never lived away from home. I lived in, in college for a semester away from home, but went home every weekend to work. So Nashville has kind of become like my college experience in a way. And there are so many stories, so many fun nights here, so many incredible friends that I have made, so many just like memories that I'll never forget. And Nashville did save my life. And I I'm probably going to be so emotional leaving here, but I know that New York is where I've always wanted to be. I was talking to my brother about it. And he was like, before you move to Nashville, I don't remember this, but he swears I said it. Before I moved to Nashville, apparently I was like, this is my stepping stone to New York. And he was like, I don't know how that makes any fucking sense, but okay. And I just, I don't know. It, it all lined up. It's all happening really quick, but it's supposed to happen like this. And that's something I'm 110% sure of. Now let's get into ask me anything. Because you guys asked a lot of really, really good questions. The first one was, how do I deal with hate from Beyond the Blinds? Now, Beyond the Blinds is a very polarizing podcast. The stuff we talk about isn't for faint of, the, faint of heart. Um, there are definitely fandoms who don't love what we talk about. They don't love when their favorites are portrayed in a certain light, especially in blind items. Because the thing with blind items is it's all alleged. Troy and I only pull blind items that have been solved. And again, it's still alleged even if it is solved. But it's been really hard for me to deal with that because I've always been, you know, Laguna Beach, the hills, kind of like lighter pop culture stuff, whereas Troy is more used to this kind of stuff, more used to fandoms and more used to people being upset. So he's really been a great, great partner in all of this. I can't read any reviews. Um, I know there is a subreddit based on Beyond the Blinds. I can't read that. Um, I just, I stay away from reviews and things like that and subreddits and all of those things just because I need to keep my head on straight and I need to not spiral. What sucks is to this day, I've been podcasting now for like four years. I think I think Nostalgia and now Laguna Biatch, Laguna Biatch is going to be five this year, but I have learned that one bad comment will really fuck up my whole entire day. And people have been definitely probably harder on me over there. Um, so yeah, I don't read those reviews and I just kind of focus on what I'm supposed to do as a as a co-host. That's what I focus on. I focus on the role I'm supposed to play as as the co-host that I am, you know? But Troy's been incredible. He's been so helpful. Um in the the response is not something we ever expected. You know, being in LA Times was really fucking cool. That was that was really really cool. So yeah, that is, I guess, beyond the blinds. That's how I deal with it. I kind of don't. I kind of just like turn my blinders on and I'm like, all right, if people are going to listen, they're going to listen and they're probably going to hate me at some point. But that's, that's, that's the way it is, as Celine Dion would say. A lot of people asked if I'm still friends with Shannon Ford. Um, I'm not not friends with Shannon. Shannon and I just, I mean, we used to get you know, drinks every few months and kind of catch up and all this stuff. Um, but she's so busy. I'm getting ready to leave. And, you know, I think all the Very Cavalry girls have been super kind to me. So I thank them for that. Favorite Broadway bar that I love to hate? Um, I definitely love Tin Roof on Broadway. I do love it. 
Um, but I would probably say Whiskey Row. I always say how I hate Whiskey Row and all this stuff, and I hate bars on Broadway, but Whiskey Row is a lot of fun. If you need a fun night out with, like, dancing and stuff, Whiskey Row, there are just too many fucking stairs at Whiskey Row. They should have an elevator that brings you to the rooftop because that's only fair. <laughs> what am I most nervous about with my move to New York? I think just all of it, right? Like, it's a good, exciting move. It's a lot of fun. But, you know, I have a life here. I have these friends who've become family here. And will I get that in New York City? I don't know, because I know Northeast people are different. And I am excited, though, to be back in the Northeast with my people. I'm excited about that. Um, so, yeah, I think most nervous is probably just all the logistics of moving. Um, the moving company has been great so far. And there's always that, like, how long am I going to sit in an empty apartment with a with a air mattress, how am I gonna get my internet up? How am I gonna do, you know, electricity, all those things. So it's more just the logistics, but I'm excited to meet new people. I'm excited to get out there in the dating world. I'm excited to see what New York has to offer me. What's your type when you look for a girl to date? Um, I don't think I really like have a, a type look-wise. Um, one of my friends did say, if, if you squint and they kind of look like Taylor Swift, that's your type. So I think that's hysterical, but I, I'm looking for someone who's just like my partner. And I know that sounds so lame, but it's true. I live a different kind of life where, you know, I'm always on my phone and now like I'm traveling for work and I have to do my pod. I love to do my podcast. Let me make that clear. I don't have to do, I enjoy doing a podcast with Troy every week and hopefully bringing this podcast back bi-weekly. So I, I enjoy that stuff, but I need someone who kind of understands that. I also need someone who can make me laugh someone who I don't get sick of talking to. Because there's sometimes you're with like a friend or whatever, and I'm like, I don't have anything more to say. <laughs> I'm done. But yeah, I just, I want someone who makes me feel good. And I always feel like whoever I'm attracted to, um, it's all just about the vibes they give me. That's, that's the truth. And maybe if you're like a little broken and I can fix you a little, like that's probably a little... That's some childhood trauma that I'm trying to work through, but also I love that. I love like a little red flag. Not bright red, just a little red. How do you deal with loneliness when living alone? I actually don't get lonely. I don't know what that says about me. And I feel like that's another reason why a relationship's hard for me because I have been alone for so long and I'm very routine oriented, driven person. So, but I don't get lonely. At all. I'm always texting friends. I'm always calling. I have two crazy cats that keep me busy. <laughs> so yeah. I think you just need to learn how to like yourself if you live alone. And that's that's a chore, but you have to be your own favorite company, I guess. Do I see myself married and having kids in the future? I would like to see myself eventually married, but as far as kids go, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that is for me. But I'm ex I love being an aunt. Being an aunt's like my favorite thing on the planet. Do you miss Massachusetts? I moved away and I miss it so much. Yeah, I miss Massachusetts a lot. Um, I do miss the ocean more than I thought I would. So when I go home, I like to go down to Plymouth and just kind of sit in a car by the water and have like a bagel or whatever I'm eating and just take it all in. I really do miss that. I miss my family, of course. I also miss, like, good seafood. <laughs> and I miss just kind of the attitudes of people being more sarcastic and not as, I'm not going to say, like, not as offended because that's not right. 
But just the attitude people have in the Northeast is very like, hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Okay, good. Bye. That's, that. I don't know. I don't know. There's obviously, I don't know if I miss Massachusetts now that I'm like talking about it. I miss the people in Massachusetts, but Massachusetts as a city, I don't think I miss that much. <laughs> Thank you for helping me work through that, Jason. How did I know so much about Laguna Beach before I started the page? I didn't. I didn't know anything really about Laguna Beach other than what the show was. I knew the show like the back of my hand, but I didn't know about um, like behind the scenes stuff, so to speak, until I kind of started the page. Then the page, then Laguna Beach started to get bigger and I had to be like, oh, like I should probably educate myself a little bit. How long do I think Kim and Pete will last? I give them till end of summer, but Pete and Kim are PR to the core. To the core. What can new listeners who found you on Beyond the Blinds ex expect? So I'm going to be doing the movie reviews, like I said. It'll probably be bi-weekly to start. Um, I'm going to talk about my personal life, talk about like cool things that are happening, bad things that are happening. You know, I have always done that, right? Like I think about that sometimes. I'm like, wow, I was really on here talking about how much I hated my job and how much I wanted to quit and how toxic it was while I still fucking worked at that job. What was I thinking? No wonder why they hated me so much. Also, they were bitches. But anyway, that's that's besides the point. But I talk a lot about like personal life and then um, I do some advice, <laughs> some unqualified advice, pop culture stuff. So it's fun. I have fun with this. I really, really love nostalgia now and I really want to get back into it. And I am hoping you guys accept me <laughs> and want me back. Favorite pizza toppings? I love barbecue chicken pizza. I love pepper and onion pizza. And I love pineapple on pizza. People can hate on pineapple all they want, but pineapple's great. Why haven't I watched Euphoria? I didn't have HBO for a long time. And now that I have HBO Max, it doesn't fucking play for me on Roku. Um, I don't know why HBO Max hates me so much and doesn't want me to watch their platform. But that is why I haven't watched it. I do want to start it. I'm always like, yeah, I'm going to start it. I'm going to start it and then never start it. So hopefully soon I actually do start it. I think I'd really like it too. First few cool things you plan to do in New York City. I bought tickets to a string quartet for Taylor Swift. That's in May. I'm really excited for that. I'm excited to hang out with M. Potty. I'm excited to hang out with my best friend Marty lives there. Just kind of explore the city. Um, I don't know if I'm going to love the subway, <laughs> but I have to learn how to navigate that. So that, that'll be an experience. And I'm looking forward to that, even though I don't love public transportation. And I'm moving to a city where like, I need to learn to love public transportation because I won't even have a fucking car. Any tips on traveling with cats? No tips yet, but when I have tips, I will post them. My favorite song of all time is probably Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. I love that song so much. Um, I also really love Vienna by Billy Joel. And then I am sure we can throw a Taylor Swift song in there. Right now, I've been listening to I Don't Want to Live Forever with her and Zane on repeat. I've been like fixating on songs a lot lately and romanticizing them. <laughs> so yeah. But I'm sure there's a Taylor Swift song in there somewhere. But those two are my favorites, uh, Fast Car and um, Vienna. Those two are like my top songs that I listen to when I'm having a day. What surprised you most about the Hills producer AMA on Reddit? So 
A lot of people don't think that was a real producer. I think it was. I don't know if the person verified themselves and that's why the thread, the person wouldn't verify themselves and that's why the thread got deleted. But the stuff they were saying is stuff that I've heard from cast members and I know Spencer went off about how fake it was and how, you know, this person was lying about being a producer. But that's the issue with any Hills cast member, if you ask me, because they're always back and forth on all of their stories. Sometimes it's real, sometimes it's fake. You know, Spencer says that he did not spread the sex tape rumor, but he did a People exclusive about it in 2015 about how he did spread the sex tape rumor. So that's my issue with the Hills cast in general. They're always back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Any love life updates? Um, no. <laughs> I do be crushing. I have some crushes. Um, but no, no real love life updates. I've, I'm excited to date in New York because I always knew Nashville wasn't my forever. So I didn't want to put my time into somebody else when I was like really trying to figure out who the fuck I was. But I'm excited for New York. Um, I do have a crush. That's okay. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my love life. <laughs> Maybe one day I will have a different story to tell because I feel like my story is always like, I like this person. They don't like me back. <laughs> Was my job good with relocating to New York City? Yes. My job is great. I love the company I work for. They're all really, really amazing people and they're all super supportive of outside life. It's crazy to work at a company that wants you to disconnect after a certain time. They're like, we don't expect you to answer emails on a Sunday. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. This is different. What do I think of Whitney's YouTube channel? I've never watched it. And that's just because I was recapping my own and I kind of wanted my own thoughts rather than hers. But I think Whitney is very smart to be doing her YouTube channel. That's all. Do we think Jim Conrad was hot? Yes. So someone said, if you feel comfortable, how's your mom doing? I talked about it earlier. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard not talking to my mom. It's really hard not talking to her but I have to do it just because, you know, I've been dealing with my mom's alcoholism since I was seven or eight years old, second grade, however old second grade is. And I just can't do it anymore. You know, I've tried to support her. I've tried to do everything possible. But at this point, I feel like I'm just enabling her behavior. If I don't set a boundary, she has not listened to the boundary. We've had talks about what boundaries are. Um, I hope that she can get sober again. I know that relapse happens in people who are in recovery. I really hope that she can be sober again and we can have a relationship again. But for now, there is no relationship. A few in my happies. I am happy. I'm doing really well. I really feel like right now I'm probably the happiest I've been in years. I have great people in my life that I'm hanging out with, talking to. I have Beyond the Blinds, which has been great. I've had so much fun doing that, being able to tour being able to like go on stage and meet people and do all these things. You know, one of my, I guess my favorite part of tour has been being able to meet you guys because there are people who I've been DMing with for almost five years at this point and I get to meet you in person and that's really fucking cool. That has been my favorite by far. It's been cool that my family's been able to go out and support, but being able to meet people and be like, oh, what's your handle? You know, because I won't know people from first names, but I know Instagram handles. And when they say their handle, I'm like, holy shit, I cannot believe I'm meeting you in person. This is wild. So that's my favorite part of the whole touring experience. Am I listening to the Drama Queens podcast? I have fallen off of the Drama Queens podcast. I cannot, I cannot lie about that. But 
I if it's an episode I want to hear, um, I will listen to it. And by episode, I mean like show episode. Like I'm really excited for the school shooting episode. Don't even get me started. I cannot wait. What are you hoping New York City brings you? That's a good question. I'm hoping New York City lets me really just figure out who I am. Because although I think I know, I feel like that's a city where everybody is their own person. And I'm really excited for that. I'm really, really excited to go to gay bars. I'm excited to maybe bring a random person back to my apartment. I don't know. I'm excited for new friendships. I'm excited for new opportunities. I'm excited to be on the East Coast. I'm excited to never have to miss a niece's birthday party again because I, because the flight's too long or whatever. Those are what the things I'm most excited for. And I just, I feel like I'm really going to figure out who the fuck I am. And that's really cool because I still kind of, you know, I go back and forth with it. Thoughts on Dakota Johnson. I love Dakota Johnson. I don't know if that's unpopular. I love her. I think Dakota Johnson is great. She's like a a less awkward version of Kristen Stewart, in my opinion. That's how I kind of categorize her. But I think she's great. I've only seen her in like one movie, but I like her in interviews and stuff. She's very funny. And this is the final question. Do I believe the reports about Shannon Ford and Jay Cutler that Dumois posted? Or, you know, someone sent into Dumois. I don't. I don't believe those at all. Um, I don't think that they're together. I don't think that they've hooked up. I don't believe any of that. Oh, there is one more question. Sorry. What have I been watching? Summer House. I've been obsessed with Summer House. I've been, I started watching last season and went back and started watching from the beginning. Summer House is a great reality show. If you need one to binge watch, that's the one to go for. Um, I'm also watching The Dropout on Hulu. Scammers are very hot right now. I know I said that earlier in the episode, but I've been really watching these scammer shows, scammer movies, all this stuff. I'm going to learn to be a scammer or I'm going to fall in love with a scammer so I can get that Netflix documentary money. I think I deserve it. (laughs) But yeah, that's kind of what I'm watching right now. I'm always watching Teen Mom. Oh, someone did ask me my thoughts on the Teen Mom reunion, uh, family reunion. I loved it. I hate that I love it so much. But during this, uh, Macy followed Laguna Biatch and I almost passed out. You guys know Macy's my girl. So yeah, I guess those are my life updates. I kind of just rambled for like 45 minutes. So thank you guys so much for listening and wanting Nostalgia In Now to come back. I know it's been a while. I know I disappeared. Um, I really did have to learn how to deal with like critical comments. And I guess I was more nervous that more eyes would be on Nostalgia In Now because of Beyond the Blinds. So people would like rip apart Nostalgia In Now too. And Nostalgia In Now is my baby. And I don't want that. (laughs) I don't want this podcast to get completely ripped apart. But yeah, I'm hoping to have new guests on. I'm hoping you guys like the movie recaps because, again, I genuinely have not seen these movies. I promise it's not just, like, me being silly. And yeah, that is is the life update, guys. Things are good. Things are good over here. Take care of yourself. There's a lot happening in the world, and we are being fed a lot of information every second of every day. So make sure to take care of yourself. And I'll talk to you guys when I'm in New York. That's the plan. I can't believe it's fucking happening. I cannot believe I'm moving. I can't believe I'm moving and made this happen within like six weeks. Um, I'm going to be an emotional wreck for the next few weeks. Um, But yeah, 
I really appreciate you guys for listening and supporting me and supporting Beyond the Blind, supporting Nostalgia and Now, supporting Laguna Biatch, all those things. There's been a lot of growth over the last few years, personally, but I think Laguna Biatch has also saved my life. So Nashville, Laguna Biatch definitely saved me from God knows what could have happened because I don't think I would have ever left my hometown if I didn't decide to move the way I did. So this is me encouraging you. If you can, if you feel stuck, you can leave. I'm giving you permission. Leave your hometown. Save money. Leave your hometown. Adventure, explore, do whatever you can because you never have, you never want to wonder like, what if I did this thing? And of course I still wonder about like certain things like that. Like you're always going to have those wonders, but this is definitely not a move I'll ever regret moving to Nashville. Um, Will I regret moving to New York? I guess as Justin Bobby would say, truth in time tells all. But thank you guys so much for hanging out. It's been a year since I quit that job, by the way, that I talked about earlier. Can you believe it's been a fucking year since that happened? Ah! But I'll talk to you guys later. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you end of April. We will be doing our first, and by we, I just mean like me and my personalities, we'll be doing our first movie recap. Movie reaction? I guess reaction is the better word. All right. Well, I will talk to you guys then. Until then, I will post as much as I can about the moving process. There will be a code for roadway eventually. So keep an eye out for that. And I'll talk about traveling with cats once I know how that shit goes. All right. Bye.